Hey friends, it's Mr. Jim, and welcome back to Kid Short Stories. If this is your first time, welcome to the family. We are the podcast that turns your ideas into an amazing adventure every single day. You know, we couldn't even exist without imaginations from kids just like you. So if you have an idea for a story, I'd love to see it. Check down in the show notes below for how you can submit your own story idea and maybe we'll turn it into an awesome adventure. And parents, if you're new to kids podcasting, I want to challenge you to listen to podcasting for five days in a row with your kids. It's going to increase their imagination, decrease screen time, and we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Are you guys ready for today's adventure? Me too. Let's go. Dippy the Diplodocus and Brad the Brachiosaurus were the largest dinosaurs in the forest, and they had even larger appetites. Oh, they were hungry. (laughs) They both used their long necks to reach up to the tippy tops of the trees. They spent every day crunching and munching their way through the forest, scarfing down all the leaves in their path. No tree was safe. Their long, bendy necks could reach high and low. They could reach left and right. If they accidentally, you know, passed a tree, they could bend their necks even behind them and slurp them up easily. One morning, while Dippy and Brad were grazing their way through the forest, they came across a big patch of evergreen trees. Mmm. These trees are delicious, Dippy, Brad said between munching down some pine needles. Very refreshing. Finishing a whole tree at once, Dippy agreed. They taste uh, festive. I, I think I could eat a hundred of these. And Dippy and Brad did just that. All morning, they munched and crunched on the evergreen trees. They ate so many that they got tummy aches. Oh, Dippy, I don't feel so good, groaned Brad the Brachiosaurus. I need to take a nap. Dippy the Diplodocus burped. Oh, me too, Brad. Oh, let's go curl up in that patch of soft grass over there. Dippy and Brad dragged themselves over to that soft grass, and within minutes, they were both fast asleep. Later that afternoon, Jack and his family had just arrived at their holiday tree farm for the day. His family headed inside to set up for the customers when Jack realized he left his book in the car. He went back to go get it. And then he heard what sounded like the low rumblings of thunder in the distance. Huh? He looked up at the blue cloudless sky and said, That's odd. He could be making that noise. Forgetting all about the book that he went searching for, he went on an adventure to figure out what made that sound. Loud snoring sounds came from a patch of trees to his right. Jack tiptoed through the first few rows, finding rows and rows of bare trees. What happened here? 
shouted Jack. The trees had all been full and ready to be chopped down just yesterday. Now all of their pine needles had disappeared. The sound got louder as he snuck through the bare trees. Up ahead, he could see a clearing. And in that clearing were two ginormous dinosaurs. Jack couldn't help it. Ah! And he clasped his hands over his mouth. But it was too late. Brad yawned. Hello. He looked around the clearing. Dippy stretched at the same time. Oh, what a nice nap. She looked around too and spotted Jack first. Look, Brad, it's a boy. Like a real boy. Have you come to eat some trees too? These ones look delicious. Jack glanced around past the dinosaurs. They had eaten almost all the trees around them. No, oh, I didn't come to eat trees. This is my family's holiday tree farm, but you ate almost all the trees. Jack dragged his hands down his face. Dippy and Brad felt guilty. They didn't know that there were such things as holiday tree farms, whatever that means. They needed to come up with a solution, and fast. Seeing this little boy sad made them sad too. I'm sorry, little boy. We, we didn't know these were your trees. Dippy sniffled again, but stretched her neck tall and said, "We're gonna fix this." But how? It's almost the holiday season. Brad spoke up. Don't worry about that. We caused the problem, so it's up to us to fix it. Brad and Dippy gave Jack a ride back to his parents at the shop. The dinos asked to speak with them, which Jack's parents found to be only a little alarming. E talking dinosaurs. Dippy and Brad apologized for eating so many of their trees, but together they were able to come up with a plan to fix it all. Welcome everyone to the dinosaur tree farm. Jack's family greeted as the customers arrived. The line for the dinosaur rides started over there by the tractors. Customers were climbing up Dippy and Brad's tails and taking their seats on the dinos' backs. <laughs> the two lumbered around the holiday tree farm, showing customers the sights and dropping them off at the remaining trees if they wanted to cut their own. Not only did Dippy and Brad give rides, they also offered tree chopping services. Customers just had to pick out their holiday trees, and the dino would pull it out of the ground. Ooh, roots and all. <laughs> that way, they could replant them when they were done. Ah, very sustainable. To make up for the lack of trees, since they had eaten so many of them, Dippy and Brad also held a bake sale on the farm. And used the money to purchase evergreens from other farmers. As it turns out, whew, they were surprisingly good bakers. Their gingerbread dinos, wow, delicious, became the talk of the town, and people came from far and wide to try them. It was now the end of the season, and Dippy and Brad had stayed on to help them prepare for next year. They planted new trees and thought up new recipes for their dino bake sale. Wow! Thank you so much for everything, Dippy and Brad. I'm kind of glad that you ate our trees back then, because 
Now it feels like we're family. Oh, thanks, Brad, but we'll just try not to eat the ones that we're not supposed to nibble on. But I am feeling hungry. How about you, Brad? Oh, yeah. I need some nice green leaves in my mouth right now. Let's go, Dippy. As the two dinosaurs walked off into the forest, searching for the right trees to eat, Jack was really happy. Not only did they end up having a great season, but he also made two great new friends that are pretty much a part of the family now. The end. We'll be right back after a brief word from our sponsor. Great job, you listened all the way to the end, and you know what time it is, it's time for Kid Shoutouts. I want to say to Mary from Oregon, Liam from Massachusetts, Devin and Leah from California, Georgia from Scotland, Brayden from Ontario, Canada, Emerson from Madison, Wisconsin, Sana from Prince Edward County, Miles from Indian Land, South Carolina, whoa, that's where I live, (laughs) Tommy from London, Mason from Montana, and Moses from Tampa, Florida. I'm so glad that you're all in the Kid Short Stories family. We could not have this much fun with imagination without you, my friends. Well, you have a super duper day, and I will see you on our next adventure. Bye!